Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Dasha Kovalova. Dasha bowled collegiately at Wichita State University. She also recently won the 2019 USBC Queen. So, Dasha, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Thank you for being here on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast. Thank you guys for having me. It's an honor. I've never done a podcast before, so this is really cool. Well, it's it's an honor for us to be speaking to you after your Queen's victory. So let's talk about that. We're a few days removed now. Has that win sunk in? And, and can you put that into words for everyone? Honestly, it kind of did, but it also kind of didn't because it still feels really surreal. Um, I watched the TV show recording on YouTube, and I was like, who is that? Because I was completely out of my mind when I was bowling. I don't even remember what happened. So it feels really surreal. And all the congratulations and Hall of Famers reaching out to me and saying, hey, you did great. You were awesome. I mean, I have a lot of self-doubt in myself. So this week truly brought my confidence up. So you better watch out. And my head is not going to fit into the door next time. <laughs> well, what, is it, what did it mean? <laughs> What did it uh, What did it feel like to you being? I mean, you had to feel like a little bit of a kind of a hometown um, advantage just being there in Wichita, um, in Wichita State University. I saw Coach Vatican and Lewis and Holly Harris was right there on the site, and the rest of the players. And uh, you know, as a former Shocker myself, that had to have been pretty cool to kind of be able to kind of bring that title to Wichita. Yeah, um, it was especially really cool because, as you guys know, in 2016. Uh, we as a team made it to the TV finals, but we weren't able to deliver the title because we were second. So I take this win as a redemption and also as a way to give back to my teammates and my coaches. And I truly believe that it's not only me winning the title for myself, but also us winning the title for Wichita State two years later when I'm not even in college. (laughs) So how would you say bowling at Wichita State helped you prepare? You said you were on TV there in 2016, but this was your first singles competition on TV, the number one seed. Uh, how did bowling and collegiately help you prepare for that moment? Well, it definitely strengthened my mental game because I, I was an anchor on a WSU team in my junior and senior year, and I did have to throw pretty a lot of clutch shots in, the, in some of our matches. So it definitely prepared me for the being fully focused in the 10th frame. Also, the like I said, my mental game is really strong because Coach Lewis and Coach Vatican worked with us, with the players on it all the time. Like They would give us books to read. They would always reassure us. would have mental, mental game uh, workshops with Dr. Dean Hinnett. And uh, those just great, helped greatly because I didn't have as strong of a mental game when I came to Wichita State. I noticed in particular, I mean, the, the mental game had to have come through um, for you in these matches. You know, one of the matches that sort of stood out as I was going back through and looking through the bracket on your kind of your path to the TV show is you had uh, in the second round, you, uh, you bowled Diana 
Z, and uh, and it looked like it was just a one pin match there. What 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 was going on there? And and uh, I mean, when it get down gets down to a one pin match, did you finish that match or did she finish it? He finished it. So we both got into a really rough pair, and we both had a really rough start. And I think she led by twenty pins, and then in the second game, I took the lead, but um. I was less lined up than her. She was really lined up her last game because she shot to 58, I think. So for me, it was really important for that game to strike out or double in a nine and a 10 to walk her out. And uh, I knew that this was what I had to do. So I just kind of stood there and um, struck out. And then I led it to her to, to see what, like, what she's going to do. And it was a great match. Like, I respect Diana. Diana, I grew up with her. And I saw her making her first steps into the America when she went to the weather. And, like, when she won her first Queen's title, she showed all of us from like, small, smaller countries like Ukraine, Latvia, that it's possible. And it was truly a, a great match. I respect her a lot. It was great. Yeah, for some people who don't know your background and your history, talk about uh, how you came over here to Bowl State side and uh, what led you then to Wichita State. Uh, basically, it was just very random because um, I know Rick Benoit, he would come to Moscow to my home bowling center to have some uh, workshops with the kids in there. And um, we made like a pretty good connection there. So before my last, uh, class in high school, he uh, contacted us and he asked us to come to states to work with him. And we said, "Yes, yeah, sure," because I like states. It was a great opportunity. And then when I was there, he asked us, "Hey, do you want to go to uh, where do you want to go after high school?" And I said, "I have no idea." And then he brought me to Wichita State. He showed me the core challenge coaching, and um, I go in front of them. I got it three times. It was really bad. And then they looked at me and they said, you're in. I don't know why they did that, but I'm really grateful. So basically, Rick Benoit um, helped me out with landing a spot in the Wichita State. And and just talk a little bit about your time there in school, maybe off the lanes a little bit too. What did you major in? What do you, uh, what do you, you know, interests and, and uh, what do you do as far as degree-wise go? What are you uh, looking to do with that degree as you move forward? Well, I majored in art with the uh, emphasis in illustration. So I, uh, I'm an artist off the lane. And um, what I would like to do with my degree one day is to be a concept artist for a movie or like a video game because I like music video games and I like cartoons. But also now that I'm so close, like in such a close relationship with bowling, Maybe I would like to design jerseys or work with like some merchandise for bowlers for um like bowling bowl logo designs. Like that would be really cool for uh, for me to work on. So Steve hit on one of your tight matches earlier in the in the Queens. Is that a format that you know we talk to bowlers all the time and and some of them they they excel in this this format this uh, you know best of five type situation is that a thing that you excel in that tournament or do you prefer more of the traditional pwba events that you guys have on a weekly basis i don't really have a preference i know that i like match play because it really comes down to who figures out lanes the quickest and who has the toughest mental game 
But I know that until Beach Queens wasn't really successful in the double elimination because I couldn't get through the uh, second or third round. Before before the Queens, I only got through second round once. And in the third round, I lost to Diana in the 2017 in Baton Rouge. So I don't really have a preference. So what's your what's your schedule upcoming competition schedule looking like? What what's what's next for you and and are you gonna do you think you're gonna be able to use this, you know, major victory to, you know, help elevate you to a a little bit higher, you know, more consistent uh, finishes and telecasts and, and victories? That would be great, but um I will definitely utilize some skills that I learned about myself uh during the Queens. Especially looking at my target, because it's important. When you look at your target, you're most likely hit it. But sometimes I don't. And it doesn't make sense, right? So the next competition for me would be in the Sonoma, which I leave to drive to California on Sunday. I can't wait. I mean, I really can't wait to be back on the lanes. And it's been only two days since I was off the lane. So it was just, I'm so excited. And I hope I will be able to make, make some noise in the future, too. Hey, Dasha, what advice do you have for that collegiate player, or that high school player, rather, out there listening to the podcast and, and trying to decide on a school and, and uh, pick one that fits best with their game and then even, uh, of, you know, their, their education and, uh, and what, they're go- what they actually want to go to school for as well because, you know, there's a small percentage of people on both tours, men and women's side, that actually are able to make it in bowling just like any, any sport you see. So what advice do you have for that uh, high school player out there? Well, um, my first advice is, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and never give up because when I went to school in the States, it was way out of my comfort zone and I ended up pretty being pretty successful so far. And uh, as far as choosing your degree and bowling, bowling takes a lot of commitment if you want to be a professional player on tour, which requires a lot of practicing, a lot of um, working out, mental game preparation, just just getting ready to be in the tough format. Because when we're bowling, days are pretty long. We come into the bowling at 9 a.m. and leave at like 10 or 11 p.m. So there, there has to be a lot of mental and uh, physical stamina. So be ready to make sacrifices if you are going to pursue bowling. And um, if you just choose what you like to do in college, because if you're going to be on a collegiate team, and you're going to also try to, to succeed in, the, in your degree, you better do something you like because balancing it out could be pretty stressful. And also take care of yourself. If you feel like you can't do it, just maybe take a step back, rest, and then get back to it with a new energy. Just don't, don't overstudy. Don't drain yourself out because it's not, it's not going to be worth it. And you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier as far as, uh, and we have had, uh, we've had Dr. Dean on, uh, on this podcast before, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, that's one of the aspects, so many people look at bowling and they think just really about the, the physical game, you know, either your technique or uh, maybe, uh, you know, having the right ball with the right layout and stuff. Um, but, you know, final question I have for you, what did you take away the most from your time at, at Wichita State working on the, on the mental game and, and, uh, you know, how were you able to use that, you know, what kind of maybe sole piece of advice if somebody were, were trying to figure out, you know, how to improve their mental game, 
what, what kind of, uh, what, what do you think was the key component from that aspect of your education? Well, for me, the key component was learning that when I'm bowling somebody, I'm not bowling them. I'm bowling myself. I'm bowling the lane. So just staying present when you bowl, uh, figuring out how to calm your nerves down, how to um, focus on what you have to do, and seeing the clear, the clear picture of what you want to do is really important because um, sometimes it all comes down to those clutch shots and attempts. And then if you're not in agreement with yourself, if you're doubting yourself, um, this can backfire at you. So just learn to trust in yourself, to be confident in your shots and know that nobody knows that you're doing better than you. 2019 USBC Queens champion Dasha Kovalova. want to thank you for being here on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast today. All the best of luck moving forward on the PWBA Tour. Thank you, guys.